Hello and welcome to Creative Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. Hi. I'm perky today. Are you? I'm, I'm going to be the positive one. Are you? Yeah. Why? I g- g- got late, so I'm good. Yeah, did you do an afternoon uh, booty call? That's so weird. I can't. I'm beggars cannot be choosers. When they want you, you say yes. That's how booty calls go. Okay, and she wanted some afternoon. Yeah, because we wanted to do dinner, delight. and then we didn't want to do dinner and then do it after. So it'll be better to do it before and then have dinner. You talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> physiology. You know, you want it to be optimal when you are um, in uh, doing coitus. Sure, I've never had a fuck buddy. Really, I mean, I probably have been people's fuck buddies and didn't know it like i thought we were actually dating and we were really fuck buddies Mm. but i've never had a proper arrangement where i would call and arrange what time of day to fuck with someone yeah yeah this is um this was the more traditional route where you don't know where you're at getting to know each other but you both would want some physical release so hence um a fubu a fuck buddy Mm -hmm. cuddle bud um but you're not still getting to know one another and we are a little bit, a little bit of a, a, a dinners here, brunches here, walks in the park. Um, yeah, I was surprised it was sort of like a date and a fuck. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it was like coffee in the park, real quick to warm up, and then. I think that's smart, though. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it gives you some energy with the coffee, but also women need a little bit more generally than just fucking. Yeah, and and it, like I said, it. But I love it, the idea of just fucking, but in reality, no. Of course, and I don't want to sound like ungrateful, but the idea is. I am I'm okay with the fucking stuff. I'm looking for, you know, somebody to buy a house with me, maybe one and a half kids at some point within the next two to three years. Mm-hmm. So this is isn't essentially the most ideal situation, but you know, you, you need to work on your pipes. You can't just, you know, there these are skills that need to be worked on. Sure. And every you I'm know, rusty. <laughs> very rusty. I'm very rusty. Yeah. So for listeners that are only tuning into this podcast and haven't been listening, I, well, we haven't really done that many. The last three, was it three ago that we talked about my slow release? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it three, sounds four. weird when you put it just like three that. Three or four. All right. So I'm Lucy Buttons and I'm single again. Womp, womp, womp. I think it's been a long time coming. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah. And this is just the most official, official time that, all right. Okay, so you're supposed to be a Mm co-host, and then you're like, you're single, what? You pretend you just heard of it, and then ask me the questions so that I can tell the listeners. I I just wanted to, like, (laughs) I I just wanted to just, like, lay the groundwork that this has been a long time coming, but um, tell us about... (laughs) (laughs) Now you're going to make it sound natural? I'm laying the groundwork of how the yeah, yeah. how podcasts work on episode forty. Something. Tell us what led to this final decision. Okay, when so did it happen? How did it happen? Um, I know how to tell a story. So <laughs> last weekend, that's sort of my thing. Um, last weekend was my birthday. Happy birthday! Thanks. Um, and the so some backstory. So the Brits' mom died in mid January Mm -hmm. and he had to go to London to Mm -hmm. deal with all of that stuff and was there for six weeks. Mm -hmm. I of course offered to go with and to help. Um, he didn't want me to, he felt like he would have been too busy taking care of me. So like less than a week before my birthday, he gets back, he has to quarantine for a few days, get tested, um, and all that stuff. So he was only released on like 
Wednesday, I think, and went back to work on Thursday and Friday. My birthday was on Friday. Also, background is that like three days before his mom died, I gave him an ultimatum Mm -hmm. because I've been wanting to move out of our apartment. We've outgrown it. We're like drowning in our collections. This is how many ultimatum number what now? I don't know. So (laughs) back in September 1st, he was going to move out. Mm -hmm. He was going to move out because he wanted to move out. And he then he decided to stay. And I woke up the next morning and was like, you should move out Mm -hmm. because nothing's going to change. Nothing has changed since the pandemic began. We have not once had sex, which is now a year. Mm. And in September, he decided to stay. And I said, if you're going to stay, you have to go to counseling. And he said he would do that. We tried to do couples counseling a couple years ago. He showed up twice and then didn't show up on the third time and I was there by myself which really mm-hmm. should have been the end yeah, then. That, that's kind of like a major sign yeah and around that same time he said he'd felt rushed to propose which obviously he was mm-hmm. but it was because he brought it up and he that's put it true. in my head and he led us down that road I was just having a good old time with the parade of dicks that's like true. you know um but so when he told me that I stopped wearing my engagement ring and at the beginning, I, I would sometimes would wear it. And then at the beginning of pandemic, I took it off because mm. I was actually getting irritation from how much I was washing <laughs> my hands. But I, I, I told him what was going on. Um, but after that, which was, oh, I don't even know, more than a year ago when that conversation happened, you know, it was kind of like I didn't feel engaged anymore. Mm. And I took it off of most of my social media quietly. Mm. I didn't announce it. Yeah. I just felt deal. like it didn't need to be out there. And, you know, all this time we were supposed to get married three and a half years ago and we were waiting for his papers. So in December, this past December, he finally got his papers. And so by mid-January, it's like, I want an answer now. Now Mm -hmm. we're no longer waiting on that. Are we going to get married someday? If he never wants to get married, which sometimes he said, and I'm like, why the fuck did you ask me to marry Mm -hmm. you if you don't want to get married someday? And reminder, he's been married before. Then we're done because Mm -hmm. I was very clear from the beginning he shouldn't have even moved in with me if he Mm -hmm. didn't want to do that. So that was part of the ultimatum. And part two was like, are we going to move because I want to move? And like, are we going to do that together or separately? separately. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know by February 15th. Logistics. Yeah. You got to give it a date. We'd already given it the three months Mm -hmm. in September. It's been, it's been a lot of pushes from the past couple of past year. But the exact date that would have been three months was Mm -hmm. his birthday and also our three year anniversary of being engaged. Mm -hmm. So that's an awkward date to break up on. I don't, I think that any day to break up on or any day to call off any engagement, any day. It's always awkward, but you don't want to dump someone on their birthday. And then the holidays were around the corner. So I was like, let's just get through that. Now we're in January the pandemic obviously has been hard on everyone's relationship, especially if you're not having sex mm-hmm. the entire time. And there's great apartment deals. So like, I'm ready to live my life, yep. you know? And um, so the 15th came and went because he was still in London, um, obviously dealing with the death of his mom, which is awful. And so he needs time to figure yep. out what's going on with that. So when he came back, I gave him time. I gave him a couple of days. And then I said, <laughs> what's going on with that? And then when we... When it was my birthday and he's released from his quarantine on like the Wednesday before, two days before, I said, where do you want to go for my birthday? Mm. And he said, what day is your birthday? Like he saw a present on the table. He's like, did Mm. I forget your birthday? I said, no, it's on Friday. (laughs) I bought myself flowers. I made a reservation for us. But originally he said um, he had a tattoo appointment. Oh, (laughs) 
And I said, okay. Uh, he said, do you want me to change? I said, no, it's hard for him to get the appointment and whatever. It's fine. Cause I'm like so used to this shit. But then his tattooist ended up moving it to a different day. So we're going out to dinner. So we sit down at dinner and after we order, I said, so what do you want to do about moving? Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't want to talk about this tonight. And I said, I know you don't want to talk about it. You never want to talk about it, but we have to talk about it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you not want to talk about it tonight because you want to move on your own and you don't want to tell me on my birthday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fair assessment. Same reason I didn't dump him on his birthday, right? And he said, we can talk about it anytime, just not tonight. And I said, okay, but like my eyes welled up a little bit. I don't think he noticed, mm-hmm. but I knew right then. Yeah. And then the next day, we had a small gathering of pod people mm-hmm. that we've been seeing anyways, um, which was super fun. And then um, Sunday, you yeah. and I and the Brit went hiking together. It was supposed Kelsey. to be with the girl you were dating, yeah. which I didn't know you'd broken up with until I got in the car. Yep. And that I do want to circle back to that. Should have been more clear, but so yes. I thought it was a double date. So we went hiking um, at Black Bear Mountain, which is like an hour's an drive hour from away. New York City. Mm-hmm. Because John L. just bought a car and he's feeling fancy. So he's like, where do you want to go in the car? Oh, yeah. And then when we drove back, we got some lunch. And then he dropped us off at our apartment. And I sat down and I said, okay, so what do you want to do about moving? (laughs) Like really the minute before Mm. you even got home, we'd broken up. Because I said that to him and he kind of like exhaled. And I said, do you not want to talk about this because you want to move on your own? And he said, I just think I need to be alone. Mm -hmm which is kind of what he said a few times before. And I said, okay, so that's it. So let's be done then, rip off the Band-Aid and like stop fucking around. And that was it. It wasn't, we didn't argue. We're we're not mad at each other. I mean, we're both hurt Mm -hmm. in our own ways. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we like you said, we've been having trouble for a long time. It's been coming for a long time. I want sex. I like regular sex Mm -hmm. and enjoy sex most people do most people do but not everyone i've talked to lots of women that were like that sounds great um he's one of the hottest guys i've ever dated so it's like i especially want sex from him Mm -hmm. but um yeah so now we're trying to sort out how to separate our lives so i thought it would be a good time to do a podcast because of course people are already starting to ask me questions online Mm -hmm. And um, since we do a podcast about dating and our relationships, Uh it's only fair to tell the listeners what's going on. Um, I'm very sad to be four years older and single again and have this thing like it was a great relationship Uh in many ways. And we do love each other, but it just isn't what it's supposed to be. Two great people individually great, but sometimes it just doesn't have the same wavelength. I mean, I've been putting so much effort into the relationship for so long. I'm exhausted and I resent the fact that he hasn't been. It has been uh, very well documented in a lot of our podcasts. All the attempts, all the... the. I mean, it's it's different from a person like me who is a part... You know, look outside looking in and I'm seeing like two great people just not aligned. And it sucks because... I know you're concerned that you're four years older and it's it's a, As crap a woman shoot. yeah and it's a crapshoot out there and it's it's a shit show it out is there. It, it, and the thing is I've been on hinge since September when he said he was gonna leave mm-hmm. and everyone on there I think they're lying about their age they look old and interesting gross no one is hot there was like one actual hot guy and he obviously sounded like a jerk with mm. the few bits that sure. were on his profile like 
I am so not interested. But I'm also, yeah, uh, I spoke to our other friend a while ago too. I'm not concerned about you finding a partner. It's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna suck until you find the next one. But, you know, I, I will always default to the fact that I'm, I'm turning down opportunities. I'm saying like, ah, it's not working. Me, this is me talking. No, I'm not saying I won't have opportunities, mm. but you have to remember that I'm picky as fuck. And, and, and right. I'm a burlesque dancer, which 100%. people don't like. And the, the I take into account the I'm not rich alternative lifestyle. Uh, let's say you're a little bit, um, let's say slightly on the more maintained maintenance I'm high part, yeah. right? And um, you have weird friends, but again, all those things that you think are weird are most people think great or cool. And and I think it depends who you're thinking of, like. You have to remember, I float between two worlds. Mm -hmm. In my daytime job, I'm in like Upper East Side, Mm -hmm. Manhattan luxury with the wealthiest people Mm -hmm. in this city. The ones that are left now. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that are still alive. And in my personal life, most of my friends are in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. and artists and things like that. So when I see myself existing in both of those worlds i honestly see myself dating someone more More on the upper east side yeah finance bro um and and the thing is that might be a little bit hard that might be a little bit more misaligned on it's not necessarily uh you it's just the opportunity like if you and i don't want someone who's been married i don't want someone Mm. with children okay but yeah you but i don't want a drug addict it's funny that uh like you know the things that you want is what like a normal female. Oh yeah, I wants. want a no- my list wedding. is not long. Like wedding. I don't want any children Guy. though, and that's actually a big deterrent for people. That's you know that's surprising because and it wanting is a man very... in his forties that can still fuck is like. So that's the that's the, the apparently the... y'all just wither away, whereas women hey. come into their prime in their thirties and are like, let's get it that's, on. That's God's uh, uh, weirdest joke because so it, I might find myself a young man. You, you might there there are mature young men who might not. There want are not. Kids. There's no mature men yeah, at any age. You know what? You're Y'all gonna, are children. Oh, inferior like, beings. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm happy to find a lady. Hey, you know what? Why not? I mean, you have needs that needs to be met. Doesn't matter how it can be, but the idea is. And um, I'm definitely looking for someone to be more about me than I am about them. Because I have a lot of love to give, mm. but I'm tired of giving it away and not getting anything in return. That's what I've been doing for the last four years. I've been loving someone else mm-hmm. as a verb and getting nothing. The, the, and that's funny. very little, very little. I don't want to say nothing. It's it's funny. There's nothing wrong with him. He was, yeah. a, you know, well, he's a wonderful, wonderful just, guy. You know, like most men has different, not like you, but like most men has a different expectation of what relationships yeah. should be like. He would be like, I'm tired. And I'm like, I'm fucking tired too. You got to help. Yeah. You got to help with all this shit. And I'm like a 1950s housewife. I don't need a lot, but. And again, we've talked about this multiple times, but, you know, doing, so- not doing something wrong doesn't mean that you're doing something right. 100%. Homeboys? And if you're not fucking the woman, you got to make up for that. You got to rub my back. You got to do more stuff because obviously I'm going to hate you a little bit more. And that's, (laughs) that's, well, well, fucking um, heals a lot of things. It heals fights. It heals resentments. It's exercise. It's it's exercise. It's a time to feel close to one another. That's nonverbal. And like as a dancer, I'm a very nonverbal person. Mm -hmm. So you need to have those times of like 
coming back together because people fight in relationships. You get annoyed, especially during a pandemic in a tiny fucking New York City apartment. Like people annoy each other. That's okay. That's normal. That's healthy. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the two people. Mm -hmm. But you have to find some time to have romance and make each other feel good too. People... It, it's not like you are with a person and then you like the person and you like to have, you know, you need to be sexually compatible with that person. Those are not two giant categories. Those are two out of 1,000 categories of you having a relationship with a person. Yeah. I mean, you you need to have goals. You need to have financial stability. You need to communicate. There's so many things that you need to work on. And like those so many things, every person cannot be perfect at all. Any Most of them. Which is fine. And that's why like mm-hmm. I think he's depressed and I was trying to give him some time because people are probably listening to this like why the fuck did she put up with it and it's like because when you love someone you put up with a lot of shit ex- neither ex- of us wanted to hurt our own feelings or the other mm-hmm. person so we just dragged it out hoping it would get better you took you took care of each other in different ways might not be all of it or majority of it but like you know he helped me through my hip surgeries you know rent rent is paid groceries are bought like those are logistical things that oh yeah i'm gonna be fucking broke now so i'm looking for a sugar daddy sugar Mm -hmm. mama or donations for from any of our listeners to my rehousing like a, 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 a sheltered cat <laughs> rehoming you're gonna yeah. be rehomed no but th- it's also very important like the reason why we do podcasts like this it's you know partly self-reflection part providing advice but you know on the more self-reflective part like i had to accept the fact that i am no longer a spry young man yeah because because you were told in that recent breakup that you weren't quite mature enough yeah for where she was at which is all the things you want which is funny it's just like super like you know to be i'm i'm the one who wants to buy a place to have a little john l jr walking around in but you were showing years. her the anime you want to show yeah, your child but, instead of but also picking my, out cribs. My, my timeline is like two to five years and i didn't realize that the timeline that we had were we were moving towards was one to two years because so, she's a woman, her parts go and, bad. And, and, you know, some people are quicker, some people are... And again, this is a relationship where we had... We did not have a complaint with each other. We were great. We were 90% there. There were still things that we were both working on, but that's the perfect thing about relationship because you always have a project to work on together. In theory, you both should always be working on something, 100%. which is part of the problem with my now mm-hmm. ex because he was never working on anything. For himself, no, he wasn't for himself. No projects. I always thought that he was like working on something. I mean, sometimes he would paint, but not really. A lot of times, he just wanted to sit and watch TV or play video games. And I'm like, I'm down with that. But I'm also out with my friends. I'm working on myself, like being, you know, working on my meditation, being a better person. I would read books and about spirituality and you know all those things Mm -hmm. he was not about that life and for me it's like like, i was like how can we own a house exactly when you you own a house you gotta mow the lawn every weekend you gotta you know clean out the gutters Mm -hmm. and paint the walls and maintain things yes constantly and i would just look at and that was one of our goals together Mm -hmm. we saved a lot of money together towards that but it was like how are we going to own a home together when every weekend I want to do that stuff and he wants to sit on his ass? That's not going to yeah. work. And and that's the thing too. And then people, you, you, you love a person, you find a person and you find additional data about yourself and that other person that may not be aligned. 
You can align them, but sometimes it takes a little bit too much effort to just be on the same page. So, but I did all the effort, you, and I, you know, I did all the effort. We, we, we. I think it is highly. I documented. exhausted my efforts. I'm. One I of, am exhausted. Well, I'm one of the first people that was kind of already prepared that you know at some point I'm the type I'm the kid with divorced parents because I'm going to have two of everything. Right? Yeah. Uh, just so you know. It's been decided that I get to go to the Philippines and he doesn't. All right, you know what? I still I get to go there too. <laughs> I'm I'm totally down with it. And Can when I, I say go? it's been decided, I said, um, sorry, you won't be coming to the Philippines with John L and I. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. But it's a lot of self reflection too. Like I, you know, coming back to the point, um, when I. This year has been really, really good to me. There's a couple of like really jagged speed bumps that are still like gnawing at my soul. But for the most part, uh, the past 14 to 15 months has been amazing. Um, but I've all, because of that, you know, I've never been with uh, this many people as I've been that are positive and great people, not just hookups. These are people that I would love to date and date further. But with that, I also realized, fuck. You know how I know guys out there is so scared to say that they can't fuck that much anymore. I can't. I mean, I okay. Must, but how many times a week do you actually want to fuck? So I would, I would want to fuck two to three times a week. When you first start fucking someone, or like once you've settled into mm-hmm. relationship phase, consistently, like so when from the beginning from into the, the relationship, from phase. the beginning only because I am no longer the guy that can fuck every day. I it, here is a podcast exclusive. Here you go. Hashtag this. I'm a Blue Chew subscriber now because I don't because my bodily schedule. It's like Viagra. It, yeah, it's kind of like one of those helps you. Uh, they have two versions. One is the Viagra version, and one is like it'll help you for twelve hours, kind of thing. So it's because my bodily schedule might not. How co- much are you masturbating? Do you masturbate other times in the week? Yeah, well, masturbate once a day, and I've been. So I've, what if you took that out? That's the thing. I've been doing that. So when I know I'm gonna go out on a date with somebody the next day, I don't do anything the day prior. But still, it's not the. It's just essentially the holistic part of your body. It's just it cannot be turned on whenever I want to be turned on anymore. Okay. Well. But you have fingers and a mouth. hundred percent. That's the idea. It's like, if you want to satisfy yourself, because like, I want to get off too. Of course. I, I want to feel strong and manly and like conquering a, uh, a, a wonderful woman. That's a good feeling too. Just a woman, really. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea <laughs> is um, you have to put yourself in a situation to succeed. And if you're not working on your physical health getting some supplements or working on your mental health talking to people or you know doing goals exercising working on your diet if you're if you are not doing any of those and you expect things to fall into place it's not going to fall into place like i mean i i you know i hate to brag about the the cuddle buddies but i have cuddle buddies because they have good reviews right they're not going to come back because they weren't definitely not happy and you know, and, and the reason why that is, because like, fuck, I'm if if I didn't blue chew for a couple of weeks, and if you weren't desperate, you wouldn't work so hard. Yeah, and it, yeah. because the the honest thing is that a lot of hot guys really suck in bed. 
because they never had to try. They get to hook up 100%. because they're hot. They fuck once, maybe twice. And the woman's are, the women are like, fuck this shit mm-hmm. because it's a terrible lay. Like, yeah, he's hot, but nobody cares if yeah. the sex sucks. And he's and then still going to get... He moves on to the next person. 100%. Like, and it's actually you're doing that dude a favor because like, oh, I didn't have to kind of like break it off or shoo this person away. I can just move on to yeah, the Yeah, he can just keep fucking people. Th- that's just but eventually out- he's going to get old and fat too. And, you know... That's scary. That's why I want to get married and have kids soon because like... But that's also why you should choose someone based on who they are 100%. and not just like your attraction to them. And it, it's it, it's all of the things. It's, you know, yes, of course, sex is very important. Pretty is very important. But you know what also important? Personality. You know, do you eat the same food? Yeah. Do you wake up, you know, are you a morning person versus a night person? Do you is do that sweet okay? things, thoughtful exactly. things. I mean, you know, for his birthday, I like, I took him to a spa. I had a card. I bought him a piece of artwork he really wanted, like thoughtful things. Yeah. And for mine, he forgot. He didn't make reservations. He didn't have a card. He didn't have flowers. And that might be cool for some other person who doesn't care about birthdays and anniversaries. I don't even care. Like I've had so many guys that just like, oh, pick whatever you want and I'll pay for it. Like, No. What I want is for you to be thoughtful. Yeah, that's exactly you. It's important to you, and if so, yeah, if, some other women would love the other for or, sure. Or like you know, it's like yeah, I, I don't even want to be remembered about my birthday because I'm going to be a year older, yada yada yada. But I feel that too. But you know, diamonds help. Everybody knows that. how important dates are for you. Like you don't want to combine a Valentine's and uh, an anniversary or a Valentine's and a birthday. I have They're a separate, goddamn podcast talking about this shit. Separate gifts. Yeah. So, I mean, it's important for you. So the other person, even and if I'm it's not- And I'm very imp- clear that cards are important for me. And again, if, if, it's not, if it's not important to the other person, it's not for them. It's not their day. It's not their yeah. birthday. Yeah. That's what I always say. Like do what the person wants for them. Mm-hmm. So you don't love someone the way you want to be loved. You love them the way they tell you they require. Or find somebody that loves the same things as you yes, do. Yes, that's, that's also fine. It's boring, but all right, it'll might work for you. But uh, I think that only goes so far anyway, because 100%. eventually you'll find things you differ on, and that's where it's not even compromise. It's just like just learn to learn the person you're with, man. So if you want to keep them, the the new thing that I've been. Um, concentrating on now because um it's it's weird because like the past year i've had a lot of really good engagements a lot of really good dates this, a, this one's supposed to be about me and yeah, you keep talking about, about how great your sex life is I'm, like go fuck yourself no the, I, the and the <laughs> <laughs> fuck. that's true though no i'm just saying that's the thing is if somebody like me right which is you know, for lack for a better term, way more disadvantaged than most men and women of the city. I feel that the chances for you is very strong. But as your friend of many, many years, I also know that between now until the next person, it's still just going to suck. Yeah, I'm a person who... I um I love doing stuff by myself, mm. but I also get really lonely. Like yeah. I had a roommate before meeting him because I wanted company. Yeah. Um at night I get very sad. And um I like to cuddle. Mm. And you know, my family's very far away. I don't have anybody. I have lots of great friends here. I'm so lucky, but you know, I'm by myself. And I think what a lot of people don't understand and I think even what the Brit didn't understand was as far as I'm concerned, until I'm married, I'm single. Yeah. 
And it's not that I don't think, you know, when you talk about like gay gay marriage and straight marriage, it's not that. It's not, and it's not um, that I want to be in a church because I Mm -hmm. certainly fucking do not. But it's just something about that commitment. My, all of my siblings are married Mm -hmm. and they all have their own families. I don't want to have children, but I want to have my own family with someone. I don't want to be going through life alone. It's not that I can't. I obviously have been. I moved to New York when I was 18, but I want to really have someone I can lean on. And I thought that was the Brit. Mm -hmm. We did that in many ways. Mm -hmm. And he's the first person to make me feel safe and secure in that way in a long time. But at the same time, I didn't fully because there was was some resistance there. It wouldn't have been, what, four years? It wouldn't have been four years if, you know, four years without the sex that you wanted and without the commitment that you wanted. It wouldn't have been that long if it was that bad. This is my second longest relationship, though, now. And um, so now we're trying to divide up our lives. So when he moved in, he moved into my apartment. Mine Mm -hmm. was fully furnished. He didn't really have a lot of furniture. Mm -hmm. He had a bed, which we decided not to keep. We also got rid of my bed because he wanted something different Mm -hmm. then. So we bought a new Casper bed together, which is what he wanted. Um, I had my beautiful Victorian Davenport sofa. Um, which was like my dream couch, mm-hmm. but it was very uncomfortable. It was bat- back-breakingly uncomfortable very, to sit I was on. very happy when that sofa Looks was Looks gorgeous in pictures, but that was my dream couch. I was eventually going to have it rebuilt so it was more comfortable, uh-huh. but looked the same. Um, but so we got rid of that and bought like some mid-century looking Joybird garbage. Yeah. And hey, I'm new- going to get my Joybird in a couple of days. Oh, I mean, it's really great. Um, <laughs> and... And we bought like a very small um, mid-century dining table chairs because he did like vintage things like I did too, Mm. just like slightly different eras. So now we're trying to divide up. So today, so I finally got him to look for an apartment. Uh Um, This happened a week ago that we broke up and uh, this week was sad. I was working a lot. I wasn't home. And so I was just sort of wondering what he was planning and rent is coming up due. So Mm -hmm. I I said, what are you going to do? He's like, well, it's too late. It's not in New York. People are looking for apartments to the last minute. You can rent in a day. If you have the money and your people work together, they prefer that 100% prefer it. You can have everything packed up and like do it so fast. It's not even funny. If you hesitate, you will lose Mm -hmm. the apartment you want. And he only wants to live in Greenpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, which has always been a point of contention for us. So that's not up for debate. Um, it was funny because I was looking for apartments for us before and I found a great one that was like $3,000. It was a two bedroom apartment. And he was like, that's too expensive. So yesterday he finally went to look at apartments and the first one he said was weird. The second one he liked, but it was too expensive, but he's probably going to take it. And it's 2,600. And I started laughing because <laughs> a two bedroom that we would share the rent for and the bills and everything was uh, 3,000 and that was too much. So I was just like, you're a fucking asshole. So... He applied for it. He wasn't going to. He was dragging his feet. And I said, just fill out the parts you can. And Mm -hmm. like, they'll tell you if they need something you don't give them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was constantly like, you know, kind of pushing him because he's like, you really want me out of here? I said, no, of course. I don't want you to leave at all. Like, I'm totally fucking devastated. But rip off the fucking bandaid. It's not healthier for either of us to be around. And like Uh, the other ones, and he's still grieving his mom. So then he's crying crying and he's grieving his mom. And I'm like pissed off. He's not grieving our relationship. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean with the track record, if you really don't do it immediately and you don't kind of follow up and make, him do it right away by drag on for another three to six months right but not even that like 
he just, then I'm like, it's just torturing ourselves. Why would we do that? And had we done it back in September, I would be like in a good place now and like Mm. able to, you know, be moving on and stuff. And now I'm sad now when I was sad then. And so I've just been sad this whole time. And I was mad at him when, I don't Mm. know if you remember, I was mad. I like, first of all, I had my mattress picked out on Mm. sale. I was going to rearrange my apartment. (laughs) I like, I had all this stuff. And now to do it again is like exhausting. And I got rid of my television two months ago because he bought a new one and just like stupid stuff. So today we sat down, we did the math on what we paid for those things. Mm -hmm. And he's going to buy me out of the things I don't want. I'm going to keep the table for a little bit. And then if he, you know, if I find, if I decide to move on my own Mm -hmm. now, he'll get it. Um, So we were able to sort through that stuff. And now I'm trying to quick buy a new bed and things like that for myself. Logistically though, you are not staying in your apartment. You're finding a new spot or you're waiting for him to leave. Okay. So we cannot, with how much stuff we have mm-hmm. in that tiny apartment that we completely yeah. outgrew, we can't both move on the same day. Yeah. I did tell my, my leases up, I think in July. And I told my landlord that, um, I was going to be looking for a new place in like maybe January. Um, and he'll let me out of my lease. I've been there like five years. Yeah. He likes me. It's mm-hmm. fine. But it just wouldn't make sense for us to both try to move at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's going to move first. Um, if he gets this place, it's April 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he will or won't be able to move on that day. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple of really busy weeks at work too, but you know, potentially he would be able to move then. He would have most of what he needs for an apartment, at least to get started yeah. because he's taking the couch and the bed and the TV. Um, that's all you kind of need. That's all you kind of, especially maybe a as a guy. And a pan, you're good. I, I offered him one fork, the fork that's random <laughs> that I don't know where it came from that I hate. I was like, that's your parting gift. <laughs> you got it, one fork. <laughs> Take that one fork. Um, so, you know, uh, I guess that's what it is. And then the, the dilemma, though, is I don't want to buy new furniture and then move, move yeah, and yeah. have to move furniture that I just paid to move there. But um, I don't see a better option happening right now. So it are is you looking is. to move sooner than later? Like if if April first is the case, maybe April fifteenth is a, a more um, yeah. And I'm supposed to be on vacation. I don't know if it's happening, but I'm supposed to go on vacation with my mom at the end of April. Mm. So that kind of puts me in a weird place too, because then I have to quarantine when I get back and all of that. So oh no, I don't I, know. But I'm not gonna, a couple of my months. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not going to rush myself. But then I need furniture in the meantime. So I can't not have a bed or oh, a couch. Like, oh, yeah. If yeah. I had a couch, I could sleep on the couch for a month or two, mm-hmm. but not without mm-hmm. either. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to get a television. So, because yeah. um, how else am I going to drown my sorrows? <laughs> um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. And it's okay, but I'm also very sad. I'm trying to make more time to spend with friends mm-hmm. and, f- you know, find my happiness. I'm my- really focused on work. Shows are coming back, which is really exciting. This, the city is opening back up. It's getting s- slightly warmer. And I figure, it's like, it's beautiful. good. It's beautiful. But good. I think it would be good for me to move sooner than later. Because yes. it would give me something to focus on. And I don't want to be in a space where I lived with someone where those memories are. And but I at think, the same time, it's rent stabilized. But also, no. I mean, the <laughs> the most important part now is like while it's conducive for change, like it's spring, mm-hmm. spring cleaning. Yeah, people are starting to go out, and I'm re- still going to get to reorganize. You're you're re and if you do move, you're going to relearn a new neighborhood, a new route. So, I think it's a good. Uh, uh, resurfacing of everything all in one go. I'm just scared of giving up my rent-stabilized apartment because I find a good deal now, and in a year or two, they, like, double the rent. That might be the case, but I feel, uh, like, most people feel it's going to take two to three years before things become, like, 
Even uh, in two to three years, I don't want to double my rent see, when I could have gone up 2%. That's true. And, and that's, <laughs> but I'm tired of my life being so hard and it's going to be harder now by myself, you know? Yeah, let's find you a place in this rent-stabilized building then. Maybe. Oh, yeah, but it's further. I want to get that's closer. True. Like I could live in the city for the same thing that I'm paying now. Yeah, and if you... Um, if you <laughs> but thinking. my bad neighbor did die. <laughs> Wow. So my building's a little bit better now. I know that's a very New York thing. If yeah. you're listening someplace else, you're like, oh, she's fucking horrible. No, no, no. it's no, a very no, New no, York that's... thing. Like you have a stinky, annoying neighbor and they finally die. And then that's not in oh your building God. anymore. It's like a big win. <laughs> uh, uh, Imagine the barking dog dying or like the noisy children <laughs> moving away. Like it's Running the up same and down thing. stairs. But it's, uh, it, I think it's a really good opportunity to do a, a big change in life efficiently maybe i'll buy a house somewhere else and just I was, off. I was gonna i was gonna say that you know if if this kind of waited until towards the end of the year um you know i'm at the point where i'm people again i'm super i'm way closer to finding somebody dating them in a month and then marrying them in three months rather than banging somebody random one night that's that's my my wave Good now is you. this um because again if if uh if in the next few months i found a person and there are some candidates of it already if, right um if, if things work out i'll be married by november and you can have this apartment all right i'll think about it <laughs> but it's it's just funny it's like this you know, it's not just a pandemic. It's not just the city. Life is weird, period. It's just it is, but the pandemics really shine a magnifying glass 100%. on everything. Yeah. I was talking to one of my clients the other night and I went after work. I was exhausted. I didn't want to be there. She kept me there extra long and she kept talking extra long and I was so annoyed. But after I told her that I broke up with my boyfriend or fiance, whatever, and then explained what happened. First of all, I said... Not to give you TMI, because she's my client, right? Mm -hmm. I said, but we haven't had sex in a year. She said, try three years. Now, this client lives on Park Avenue, yeah. on the Upper East Side, in the penthouse, mm -hmm. has owns an apartment below that they've combined, has a 360 roof deck Ooh. of the city, like really fancy closet full of Manolo Blahniks mm -hmm. and Jimmy Choo's or whatever, completely loaded. She hasn't had sex with her husband of like 40 years in three years yeah. and she said to me and i like this new term which i think is perfect for don't get confused with your kink mm -hmm. but she once told her husband she was tired of hydrosex it's like having sex in the tub or something with her shower head oh yeah that seems to be her i laughed so fucking hard but she also just said she has to ask him like she was telling me basically she sees all the signs there that he's cheating on her or yeah. moving on or they're gonna get divorced he's not even really living there he's living in palm beach for work and whatever mm. And doing masks and working out all the time and, you know, kind of teasing mm -hmm. her because she's gotten out of shape and all those things for a multitude of reasons. But um, she started crying into her cocktail when she was telling me this and that she has to ask her husband for a hug. And she's so lonely because of quarantine. Her friends forgot she was even there because she couldn't see anybody mm -hmm. um, because of medical issues. And she's just like really sad and she has everything in the world that we look at think would be so fancy that's the thing we don't know what people need i mean I, but this pandemic's just so yeah. rough on everybody yeah. 
I gave her the biggest hug. I mean, I was still mad I was there so late, <laughs> and that's why we couldn't record yeah. the other night. But I, um, I just gave her a big hug mm. and you know said I was so sorry. She was going through it, and I'm going through my own shit. Everybody's you know? going through something, and it might be for you. It might be small, but it like might be the biggest boulder for somebody else. Like, you know, I know I should be more into the, in the you know stop Asian hate stuff. I know I should be more uh, like being a little bit more nor, more noisy about those things. But you know, I the thing is, we've talked but about you this. live Asian. That's you true. have to like. I mean, no, no, but the idea of it is like I was more active during the, the, the Black Lives Matter protest. Like I, you know, donated a, a bit more. I, I did a few more things. But I'm at the point in my life where it's weird, and we talked about this before, because there's nothing wrong with my life. The few things that are wrong is so glaringly wrong. It annoys me so much. Mm. And right now it's like I'm having great, I have great friends. I've got great experiences. I just got promoted. Everything is great. And then I look around and I still wake up in the morning and I say good morning to my cat instead of my wife or my life partner or my kids. Sure. All of my friends are married. And that might be weird for somebody. Not like, all know, your friends. Oh, well, okay. Let me qualify this. Like every single <laughs> one of my friends in the Philippines have like multiple kids and multiple Which houses. Which I asked you if you lived there, you would have that. And I, I, I probably, my mom would probably set me up with somebody as soon as I get home. Yeah. But this is my life now and this is my struggle to keep. And it for some people like, yeah, I can, I can get any person I want within a couple of months. That's not me. It, it takes me. Oh, like, I can get laid. Yeah, but that's but not I the don't point. Wanna, okay, so let's just clarify. Clarify. So now the parade of dicks is back on. It's gonna be, you know, this is gonna be season. I'm gonna be 69. back on that horse. Woo. Oh, season sixty-nine. Now, <laughs> season pillow princess. Okay, <laughs> but um, eventually I'm going to get back on that horse. I'm not quite ready to. Mm-hmm. I I'm, do you have like a, a timing about that? No, just are whenever you, I feel up. Okay. Right now, I'm just like sad. Are you not Certainly following the rules of that one month per year together kind of thing? That was no. the rule back home. You know, I've heard the rule of like half the time you've been together, which would make it no, a couple no. of years. That's, fuck no. I don't know. Sometimes it's twice the amount of time you were t- Like, it just yeah. depends on the relationship. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. I know he needs to move out first. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably just like dip my toes in. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been on Hinge. Nobody interesting on that. Fucking Maybe I'll Hinge. have to get back on Bumble. I hate Hinge. I think Hinge is awful. I've never matched on Bumble. (laughs) I will say the women on Hinge are less filtered than on Bumble. On Bumble, and maybe this isn't the case anymore, but when I met the Brit, it was. They were all like Snapchat stupid ass filters. And I just don't, as ugly as I think everybody looks Mm -hmm. on Hinge, (laughs) at least (laughs) least I can see it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, definitely would like some sex mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I feel like my vagina has aged a decade. Hey, it takes, uh, you know, you need to, you My know, wrists get sore. Like, there's only so much I can masturbate. Shake off the rust a little bit, and then we'll it's have a rusty. lot of reviews. Uh, cobwebs, um, spiders, mm-hmm. scorpions down there. Dust. Teeth. Dust you gotta, you gotta brush bit. the teeth in your vagina. <laughs> there's no vagina teeth. That. <laughs> Watch out. So, I mean, I, that's... The uh, teeth are my personality. That's more of a... But it's going to make the podcast so much more fun. It's an invitation for those who, if you'd like to apply in the next few months, uh, uh, just email paradedicks at gmail.com your um, payslip, your job. (laughs) 
where you'd take me, what we would do on a first date. What's the first date? Oh, actually, the second date, because the first date is always a psycho screening. So which But I still drink? I still judge yeah. on where they... Remember when that guy took me to the place with the plastic flaps? Because he, uh, he was psycho screening me, and I was like, oh, but now you're not going anywhere else with me. <laughs> nice, because you brought me here. Because that's just rude. Uh, make sure that you have, you're living in your own apartment. Get your mattress up off the floor. And get the, a top sheet. If you do have a roommate, you better be scoring like 11s in everything else, right? If you're in your mid, well, younger, and if you're going to attempt. My age range, I don't even know, 25 to 50. <laughs> that was That's kind of my age range. <laughs> 25 to 45. Um, yeah, so make sure that you are you got your shit together. And uh, uh, hey, it's a, it's it's going to be a good ride. Um, Stretch your neck a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do um, some wrist exercises. Um, we'll write work up, on your dexterity. We'll write up some uh, some disclosure statements that like, and be prepared to be reviewed. Exactly. On the all all sex <laughs> right before Lucy. Uh, uh, Right before uh, the the dick enters the pussy, there's going to be uh, an app that will go say, "Hey, hey, do you consent on <laughs> on all of the thoughts and reviews of this app <laughs> to be shared at this at this podcast?" It's now- I usually only do that after I break up with someone. Okay, but here's the biggest misconception about the parade of dicks and my dick mission. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought I was only out for dick, Ooh. and I am. Like, I will date men or women, mm-hmm. and I am out to get laid, mm-hmm. which is what that implies. But I don't just fuck anybody. I think people oh, misunderstand yeah. that about me. People think that, like, because I was saying dick mission or parade of dicks, that that meant I was getting no. a lot of dicks, one after the other, like a goddamn parade. No, the human beings were the dicks, mm-hmm. and that they didn't even, like, put in enough time or effort to get laid. Because I'm more than, you know, I went on dates with condoms, with toothbrushes, all sorts of things in my little <laughs> bag of tricks there. And nobody prepared. Even, so many people didn't even get there because they're just assholes. Again. Or they didn't put in any effort. It's it's a rough city Or their city girlfriends all of a sudden were texting me. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> Oh, well, well, it's going to be a fun next couple of months because there's, you know, this is going to be full circle from from closing down that chapter of the Parade of Dicks to reopening a new whole new world, square one. Yeah. Like new, like, remember? Now I have to navigate like old people, I feel like. And now you guys don't have to hear about my sex stories. Oh, thank God. My, if I'm the one getting laid in this podcast. So a, sad. That's just wrong. I know. Like, even I was like, why am I the one who has, why am I happy on the bed front? This is the one place that I should not be happy on. I agree with like, that wholeheartedly. Like everywhere else, it should be like, yeah, but you know, me, it's like, I'm, I got good choices. I'm I mean, just, I was even like, how about just a quickie where just like you get off? No. <sighs> it was depressing. Yeah, well, um, it, it, and I'm fun. Like I'm not fun in real life, but sexually I'm fun. And that's the thing too. You've been very open about the things that you are open to trying, and we've talked about all the weird fetishes. I put in the work. I mean, I joke that I'm a pillow princess, but I'm not. As long as you have a big dick, because she is a size queen. Definitely prefer that. And anything else is game. But honestly, right now I don't even care. No, just as long as as long as they're a hard worker. As long as you get it done. Ladies first. I still cannot believe that people 
Don't do that. Yeah. I said, I, I would be you know, mortified. Or like you have sex and the guy comes like, then you should put in the effort and still make sure the woman gets satisfied. He would say, and I'm not even making this up like, but then I'm not interested anymore because the sex drive yeah. ends after the orgasm. And it's like, do you not yeah. care about me as a human being? Yeah. Because I just don't get that. It, it, it my thing is it's mortifying. But I'm also like, let's go again. Yeah. Let's go again. Yeah, go and again. It, it's also mortifying. Oh yeah, and if fact. you have ED, please do not apply. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. preferably again. You have to score. So you 11. said twice a week. I when when things are normal, Two to three, my normal I schedule. I would not in the beginning. In the beginning, I love to spend like a whole day fucking on and off and all that stuff. When like it's fun and exciting and someone's new yeah. and all of that. I have to make a speech about why I can't do a second round. I mean, I do have two surgical hits, so it is. It might be different now. I haven't even gotten to test the second one out. <laughs> second hip. Like, what the fuck? That was an important part of my recovery on the first time. I was like, I could finally have sex. And how can I have sex post-surgery? This time, it wasn't even like part oh, of the no. discussion because I hadn't had sex in so long. But four times a week is my ideal. And it doesn't mean four four orgasms or but it just means four like sessions of sex oh, sometimes okay. it would be like two times two, in one session one time in which one. counts as one yeah. okay. two times counts as, but like on four separate occasions gotta, gotta, have gotta. a sexual experience of some sort okay i don't have to come every time yeah. but i would like to have regular it orgasms feels... and by regular orgasms i mean multiple times in a week yeah or not or, in a year orgasms are great but and not also, by myself it also feels good to just Swap spit, bodily fluids. Yeah. It sometimes like, it would feel good to not be swatted away right now for yeah. me. That would be good <laughs> for someone to actually like want to grab me and touch yeah. me. Would be nice. Yeah, and if, I know be, it's not easy to date a burlesque performer, but yeah. Well, I mean, I again, I've got a lot of like sexual energy from not performing for a year and oh. not having sex for a year. So, God bless whoever finally gets there, man. I'm gonna, I mean, their dick is going to be raw. You do Their know face we, is going to be raw. We do have friends that specialize in those kinds of things. Right? Yeah, you mean sex workers? No, no. I mean like people who have uh, very active sex lives. Who? What are you talking about? Like uh, people the, we've had on the show. Yeah. Um, that I should hire them. You mean? No, no. That they have friends that specialize in enjoying multiple. What are you talking about? Like, You're being vague. <laughs> the bar owner. They have friends that are very, very, very active sex lives. So we know. Yeah, but they're active with like a thousand people. We might be able to find people that are have graduated the the poly multiple partner thing is just you know want to settle down, and now you at least you know that they do good good things. That's true. Right. I mean, at least you it's one pre-screen. It's <laughs> like a little bit. And they're like interested in trying different things. That's the other thing I find it so boring to do. Like and the same because thing all the like time. most. I mean, not to generalize because there are a lot of, there's poor people in any genre, but like polyamorous people understand the fact that it's not just about them, it's about the group. So you want right. to make sure that they understand that they satisfy other parties too. So that's the, that's the only good case. Yeah. Yeah. My I had to learn to tell, you know, yeah, because I'm, okay, I'm going to toot my own horn. I do good well. I, I do a good job I in bed. I do good well. Yeah. I do a good job in bed. The problem with the, doing a good job is being asked of it again and again or like right after. Because you're tired. 
I have, do not have endurance. After, I'm usually usually one and done on my end. Do so, you think that might be also because of the state of your cardiovascular health? I, yeah, it might. It, I know <laughs> it's the food. I know it's the exercise. I know. But again, I also, you know, I'm doing me too. Papa John's stuffed crust pizza every Friday is my thing. You know what? You know, don't judge people. Don't judge me. But the point of the matter is, I am done, but like my job isn't. Like I would be like, hey, don't worry about me coming again as long as I can make you come maybe three to four times, I'd be okay. Sure. Because sometimes, you know, other people think that it's their fault that you didn't climax. Oh, I don't. No, so no. that's you should be able to you know, accept the fact, hey, sometimes you just can do one, sometimes you can do... I do think that's do. a big misconception that we've taught people is that men always come and that they don't need anything mm-hmm. and all of that. I, don't, I do think there's something unhealthy about that idea too. And I have had experiences where, you know, I felt myself like I did something wrong yeah. and it was just that the guy has like physical stuff going on. And which that's, is hard to accept for women because we haven't been taught that. And men too. And that's the it, right. that's a big so then problem. It, it feels, and that's part of what happened, I think, in our relationship too, is like he couldn't keep up with me. And I think that yeah. affected how he felt about himself yeah. and what that meant about him. But, you know. And it's, some, it is, you know, but it's not, cruel it's, joke. Not, it's not the entire um, you know, that's the not the entire scenario of life where, yeah, I mean, of course, it's sucky if you can't satisfy your partner the way that he or she wants to be satis- satisfied. But that's not a deterrent. That's supposed to be a challenge to I work agree. on other things. But see, that's because we have different work ethics than some people. Not everyone does. And I not people like, want to accept it. Right. People don't want to accept it. Yeah. 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 So you just have to like look. I say, hey, I'm not saying I have like my dick works fine. It's just that, you know, when I was a, when like five years ago, I can do once a day. Now I can do maybe I appreciate three, you sharing that. three days a week, but that's not that's not bad. I, mean, I can still it's not bad. It's just different. Yeah, that's my orgasm. But I do. I mean, the sex was good in the beginning, but it was never like mind blowing mm-hmm. great, and it was a point of contention because it was kind of like step your game, like have a better work ethic and work <laughs> on this. Because to me, that's what I do for my partner, and so I do accept some responsibility and not holding to my mm-hmm. my I don't want to say expectations and it's not necessarily boundaries but maybe I should have like taken that more as a red flag earlier on and or I as didn't. like yeah I mean hey to be vocally self-critical yeah sometimes you have to inspire people to do well and if they oh didn't. fuck you <laughs> I inspire like a motherfucker I did all the things if someone tells you and I don't believe I, this he says he has no kinks he has no turn-ons none of those things he would always just say just touch my penis just touch my penis and it'll do it. and it's like <laughs> it'll be like poof. first of all like penises aren't that interesting part of what's sexy is the whole thing yeah the the lead up to it and the getting dressed or whatever or getting undressed whatever mm-hmm. it is there was none of that with this guy. He yeah. wasn't into any of those things. But normally if there's, I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever it is. Yeah. Like you want to wear fucking furry suits. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah. I, I, but it's like everybody's different too. Like I, there was a time too that I felt really, really pressured to perform. And I, the first time that I started not being able to be at, at, at attention, I was scared. Cause like, is this the start? 
this is I wake up one day just like I'm no longer hard. It's the start. It's actually gonna go inside and then your balls droop a little more. Oh shit, that's gonna be sucky. But I mean the idea of it's so like on that education. Note. But, uh, that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's the news. Now I can tell everyone accepting applications and we'll be back soon with another episode. Peace.